everyone, anywhere you are in any part of the world, I warmly welcome you again to Life After School. Now, Life After School, as you know, is a podcast where we look at issues about things that we were not taught while we were in school. And I warmly welcome you to have a nice time and enjoy ourselves. Now, over the past few months, the whole world has been turned um, into a battleground. And um, over the past few months also, a number of things have happened to several people and life as it used to be is not the same anymore. At that junction, a number of things are likely to happen. The first one, hope is lost. This podcast's title is called Hope, the Lost Can Be Found. I know it sounds hard, but... um. We'll be looking at the series, about one or two episodes on hope. I'll take a small story, a short story, and then we'll, we'll move on from there. Once upon a time, I was a very wealthy man, quite wealthy, but he was also a wise man. Now, being prudent, he called his lawyer to prepare the documents that will assign an inheritance for his children. He had two children, both guys and doing fantastic. But he said, let me call the lawyer and prepare something just in case. Now, when one of his sons heard this, one of them came up and boldly walked walked up to his dad and said, Dad, I want my inheritance now on the spot. <laughs> Normally, children are entitled to receive their inheritance upon the death of the parents. Not while the parent is alive, in most cases. So, it was, it was quite understandable. The father was initially furious. Then as the reality and implications dawned on him, he became sad. He thought to himself, at least you should have waited for me to die. Are you wishing me dead? But being a kind, loving dad with a large heart, he okayed it. The lad got his inheritance packed his things, and hit the road. He lived large, throwing large parties, traveling the world, cars, wine, ladies, designer clothes, fancy jewelries, everything. Whatever he desired, he bought. Whatever he wanted, he got. Of course, friends flocked in, which made it even easier for him to spend he never could say no. Not long after that time, a depression hit the economy. Everything went south. The few shallow businesses he had put some meager amounts of money into all folded up. It was a sad time. The downturn was so bad. He lost all his money. And of course, as usual, his friends left him to face the music alone by himself. Here he was, no home, no family, friends gone, money gone. He had nothing. Hope seemed lost. Back home, the father was broken hearted. I should have said no, he thought. It's bad enough for a son to ask for wealth that he had no in training to handle. 
It's worse to be made to feel like your life or your death never even mattered. To all intents, the son was lost, gone, irredeemable, forever. But each morning when he woke up, that is the father, each morning he woke up, he moved to the bedroom window and gazed down the long road, down the hill, past the junction where he had last seen his son. Over the past few months, this had become a routine. The first thing he did in the morning and the last at night. He spent so many hours gazing longingly down that road. Initially, he had been furious, angry, but now memories flooded over him. You remember the bedtime stories, the walks by the park, the daddy please carry me, the long talks by the fireside in the evening, the journeys they had together, he remembered everything. And he found himself grieving, weeping over a lost son, and somehow hoping, wishing, longing to hold his boy again. Maybe just one more time. You see, his heart was so tender. He found himself praying, Lord, let my son come home. One day, waking up rather earlier than usual, he started for the window again. The weight of his pain overwhelmed him so much he fell on his knees by the window, weeping in a way only tender-hearted, loving dads can. No words, just sobs, deep sobs. He raised his eyes from the floor and searched the distance once again, as he had done a thousand times before. But was that a shadow in the distance? It, it looked like a, a wilted figure in the distance. His heart missed a few bits. Could it, could it be? No. But the gate was familiar. And wasn't that lucky, the, 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 the family dog running out? It was. Wow. Without bothering to dress up, he flew down the stairs and ran. Scanty clothes billowing in the winds. This 75-year-old father ran as only 75-year-old dads can run. The lost had been found. The lost can be found. You see, it is quite difficult to find that which you do not have the boldness or the heart to look for. You might need, you might just need to reach out and receive first of all the boldness to search for. And if you know you've been lost, there's someone somewhere desperately saying, please come. Please come home. That's the end of a, of a story.
But the implication lingers on. I know a lot of us have been through a lot in the past few months. Virtually all of us have been through a lot. Some have lost so many. Some have gone, died, and so many people at one point or the other might even at this point be thinking about ending it all. Suicide. But I've come to let you know that there is hope. The lost can be found. I want to encourage you to hold on. I'm speaking to someone there, anywhere in the part of the world you are in. Hold on. It's not over yet. You might need to get down on your knees and pray. You might need to build up the courage and the confidence to just reach out one more time and just try just one more time. And even that's no guarantee of success, but keep trying. You will make it. You will make it. No matter what anybody says, no matter what the world even thinks, hold on. You can make it. And indeed, all that you've lost can be found. Thank you so much for listening. Again, as I normally say, tomorrow is coming. I think it's best to prepare now. Hope. The lost can be found. I'll see you later. God bless you. Bye.